second day of the NBA season is here and we got some good games but the game I'm going to be previewing today is Mavericks Suns oh buddy have I been waiting for this matchup since the postseason collapse game seven I'll never forget especially as a Phoenix Suns fan but throughout all the games that was going on today on the 19th I don't care I do not care like there could be other exciting games and there probably is because yeah you got like uh, you got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 games tomorrow. Chaos about the Kings Blazers. I cuss about a lot of these games. But the most important game in my mind is Maverick Sun. Whether we want to call it a revenge game or not, I don't care. This is a revenge game, and this is going to be a game the Suns want to start off the win. I don't care. If we get blown, if we blow them out of the water, I don't care if it's close. I just want to be entertaining for Phoenix Suns fans and that we actually win. And the reason why I'm so hyped for this game is because me and my dad actually go to that game live. So it's going to be there 7 p.m. Arizona time. Game time is 10 p.m. Eastern. Right, but in Arizona time, Mount Standard time, it is 7 p.m. So we're going to be getting there early. Probably gonna eat at a restaurant, probably gonna hang out before the game, see shoot around. But I'm super excited because now I get to watch the Phoenix Suns in person, live, and they're actually good. I'll never forget the first time I watched the Phoenix Suns game in person. But that's like when we still had uh, Ty Tyson Chandler. Yes, yeah, it was him. Ty Ulis. Tyson Ulis. Uh, Eric Bledsoe maybe was still on that team. A young Devin Booker, a very young Devin Booker. Maybe Kane, Isaiah Kane was, I don't know. But it was, I think it was like in 2016. I have to believe it was in 2016. It was against the Los Angeles Clippers. It was at home. It was, even though we got blown out and it was just a very sad game for the Phoenix Suns. I had a lot of fun. So now six years later, I'm happy I'm able to do this again. Go in person. Because the atmosphere is going to be a lot more, like, uh, more pumped up, more excited, more energized. Energized is the right word because we got a good team. We're going up against a really good team. And, of course, JaVale McGee, we got to face up against him. Former Phoenix Sun, who I hate that we had to give up. But yeah, so I'm just super pumped for tomorrow. So... I'm going to be watching that game. I'm going to be enjoying it. I'm going to be going crazy. Devin Booker jersey will be on. Probably going to bring out the hat. Because why not? But yeah. That's today's game preview. No other game preview. I don't care about the Magic Pistons, Blazers, um, whoever they're facing. Kings. I think it was the Kings. I don't care about any of those games. game I care for is Mavericks. Suns. It's gonna be in the Footprint Center, Phoenix, Arizona. To watch it, it's gonna be on ESPN. Remember, it's 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Do not forget that. That's how you watch it. That's game time, and it's gonna be today, October 19th, 2022. Like I said previously, this is a 
revenge game. It's going to be very intense. This is going to be very competitive. There's going to be some chippiness. Luka Doncic is going to run his mouth. Devin Booker is going to run his mouth. We get to see some pretty exciting things happening tonight. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. And I just want to say there are some key moments. But like I said in the first game preview featuring the Warriors and Lakers. Which the Lakers, which we all saw the Lakers get absolutely annihilated. Come the second half, Chef Curry was just turning on the burners and was just cooking everyone. Jordan Poole was pretty much ice cold. Not the greatest performance I've seen out of him, but not the worst either. Him and uh, Draymond Green were connecting. Draymond actually received a nice dime from Poole, so that was pretty cool to see. But yeah, Lakers, you gotta trade Russell Westbrook. It's just not working. He was decent yesterday night, but not cutting out that much, to be in my honest opinion. In my opinion, LeBron James was good, Anthony Davis was good, right? But moving on from that, even though both of those teams are in our conference, which I believe is Pacific, uh, I'm sorry, division, Pacific division. Yeah, because it should go Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, Suns, Kings. If I got that down right. I, I think that's our division. I'm pretty sure. Anyways. I'm hyped up. First, let's get into these injuries. Injuries are key, right? They can make or break a team. I don't see how it makes a team, to be honest. And sorry about that sound right there, but whatever. Uh -huh. My computer just rejected me from moving to my show notes, but whatever. So we're going to start with the Phoenix Suns injuries. Jay Crowder, his status is out. Obviously, he's pretty much done with the team. Right, It's pretty non-existent what kind of relationship they have. Cam Johnson is a starter. That is confirmed, obviously. I'm going to get to that in a bit. But now, this is important. Landry Shamit, per Monty Williams, he said on Tuesday that Shamit has been ruled out for tonight's regular season opener against the Mavericks. He's dealing with a hip injury. They're going to play it safe. He just cannot be able to perform at a high level or at his usual level with this hip injury. So we're going to side on him, let someone else come take his place um, in the second unit. It'll all be good. It'll all be good. So no Andrew Shaman, no Jay Crowder. Now the Mavericks, they got some guys. So on October 17th, it was reported Davis Bertons is on the inactive list ahead of Wednesday's game against the Suns. This was reported by the Dallas Morning News. So Davis Bertons, who is their small forward who's a very good small forward was like was her optimism no not really but uh, I don't know I didn't see the optimism there but he's ruled out anyways he was ruled out two days prior to the game uh, Maxi Kleber his status is day-to-day -day, but it's really questionable for tonight's season over opener against Phoenix uh, it's a non-COVID illness so he could be playing tonight. 
the timing, uh, time of this recording, ha is pretty much not gonna let you know this right. So the time of this recording, I have not been able to gauge if he's playing or not, but he is questionable. Now, one guy that's not questionable or playing is Frank Natilkani. Uh, Natikinani? Uh, Frank. Sorry, I cannot say the point guard's name. Uh, yikes. Okay. Frank. His status is out. He's done. He suffered a right ankle effusion and he is just out of it. Like, done. No, no. No, no, no. So, the Mavericks have two definite players out, while there is one questionable guy that maybe is out, maybe he's going to play, but it's going to shape up the way that these rosters are constructed for this game. For this grudge match, for this revenge game for the Suns, and just this game for the Mavericks just continue to prove their dominance over the Suns. Hate to say it, but it's true when you look at the postseason. We're just going to ride that momentum. Real quick, cover the injuries. I want to discuss potential starting lineups for the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks. I'm getting this off of bet spurts because um, I do not know what they are again. The time I am recording this, I have no idea if um, the... I have no idea if they came out yet, if these lineups came out. But this potential starting lineup for the Suns seemed the most realistic, has to be. We got the Twin Towers here. We got, okay, so Suns, we got Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayn, Chris Paul, Mikel Bridges, and Cameron Johnson. That's a pretty star-studded lineup, or just a pretty talented lineup in general. Besides Chris Paul... Everyone's still in their 20s, still relatively young, but has age ever affected the Phoenix Suns? Yeah, okay, fine, yes. But in my head, it sounded cooler because that's one of our battle cries that age never affects us and we're like beating father time to death. I don't know. All I do know is that D-Book, DA, CP3, uh, The Warden, and Cameron Johnson? Does Cameron Jones have a nickname? Whatever, I'm gonna look that up, but those are set. Though that's the potential starting lineup. I like that lineup. For the Mavericks, they have an interesting starting lineup. I saw JaVale McGee was gonna play. I thought he was gonna start, honestly. I guess not. Whatever. Um, I thought he was gonna be a starter. I guess that's not going to be the case, but per bet spurts, Luka Doncic, Kristen Wood, Tim Hardaway Jr., Spencer Dinwiddie, and Dorian Finney-Smith will all be named to the starting lineup. I have no idea if they're going to uh, interchange guys, just swap a guy out for JaVale McGee. Honestly, I do not know. And whether he's starting or he's backing up Christian Wood or whoever these other guys are, in their uh, respective role, doesn't really matter. He's going to be effective. But that is the potential starting lineups. Nothing too major as things go right. Um, we got some standard injury reports. Now we want to have 
have to see just within your first day back or really second day if you're counting yesterday even though they didn't play or either team didn't play all I'm saying is that having those injuries is not the best I could be a confidence killer do I think it's gonna affect either of these teams no would you like to have them yes but you're gonna have to deal without them now here are some key things I want you guys to so just give key, key, key details. Just anything. Like, I just need you guys to keep these key details. I want you guys to be looking out for this. Here are a few things that every fan and everyone in general who's watching this on ESPN should be looking for. Number one. How will Cameron Johnson respond to being in the starting lineup? Will he feel more comfortable? Will he be more natural? Has he progressed over the offseason? Uh, leading up to this monumental moment in his career. This is game changing. He did turn down a four year $72 million, um, per flex from Jersey. Same, uh, which is pretty crazy thing about it. <laughs> He turned down four years, seventy-two million, because he wanted twenty-one million per year, but having that four million, eighty-four million, something like that. But he didn't want eighteen million dollars a year. He wanted twenty-one million dollars a year. So it's gonna be a proving year for him, as he's gonna be RFA next season. So will he look uncomfortable? Will he make some shots? Will he have some nerves? But we gotta look to see. We gotta pay attention to. Cameron Johnson and how he responds to being in with the stars and having a little more pressure, a little more responsibility, a little more task added to his load. Another thing we have to uh, know for, to look out for, number two, Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. How will that rivalry? There's a lot of beef. Um, remember when all the choice words were coming out between the two? Devin Booker said some stuff. Luka Doncic said some stuff. It will be very, very interesting to see how that all plays out because they have this individual beef instead of a team beef, if that makes sense. And pardon me. I find it very, very fascinating what this is going to be. And yeah, this is going to be a rivalry. Individual rivalry. I think there's gonna be some chippiness. I think people are gonna chirp back and forth. I think this is gonna be heated up beef, not just regular beef, but everyone. It's heated up beef. Uh, number three, the Andre Aiden. Let's see if he's talking to Monty Williams. Let's see if anyone's feeling disconnected from the Suns. So tying it in with the Andre is anyone feeling disconnected on the Phoenix Suns? Is chemistry still good? Is D.A. progressing well with his teammates? Is this just a professional relationship that they have? Like Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. Different scenarios, different situations, but still can be applied by what I'm trying to mean. It's going to be very interesting. I honestly do believe that there's gonna maybe gonna be some speculation that there's gonna be like some struggle between the players and coaches for DA. But I honestly believe that we're past that. I don't think we need to be focusing on that all the time. 
that's just me. I think the media blew that portion, myself included, because it was worse than what it probably was. It was worse through the lens of media and the videos they were pumping now and all the reports than what maybe it was in real life and those private conversations behind those doors, behind those facility entrances. Uh, number four. Yeah, it should be. Good debug. Camera. Yeah, number four. Christian Wood. How would he respond to being with the Dallas Mavericks? How is role, will his role increase or decrease? Will he still be getting double-doubles? He averaged 18 points and 10 rebounds per game last season, but two assists, not nothing too bad with one block. Will him and Luka work? Is it the new Kristaps Porzingis and Luka Doncic pair? Is that going to be the 2.0 version? Are we going to be able to see something more special? Sparks flying, if you will. If I may say. Because here's the thing. Kristaps Porzingis did not work, not because of chemistry, but because of Porzingis' injuries and them just not able to have the time or just on-court experience together to get into a good rhythm and flow. I think it's going to be different for Wood and for Doncic. I actually believe we're going to see that progressing very well in the first game, and I want you guys to look out for that. Another key to pay attention to, just a key feature, just I'm blanking on the word, but just paying close attention to that. And one more number five or six because I can't count because I was only taught how to count to five or whatever I I can, I can only do so much you guys need me to write a sports article I can do that <laughs> anything else I, I really can't oh it's been a very long day and my day just started but yeah um JaVale McGee I want to see what he can do with this team. I want to see what he can do in the second line or if he's getting a starting role. I really want to see that. I think he can grow into that role because he did with the Phoenix Suns, so it's different now. You're just going to a different team with a different philosophy, with a different system. I get everything's going to be different, but it's going to be okay because JaVale McGee can adapt. He's part of many different teams. Most recently, the Phoenix Suns. And he's going to be able to find a role. He's going to be able to get rebounds like crazy. He's going to be able to score. I think he's going to get close near a double-double. But at least always have a category in the double digits. Maybe some rebounds? Maybe. And maybe the rebounds. All I know is that this could be a combination of points and rebounds. But maybe it's just rebounds that carry them. Who knows? Um... What else? Those are pretty much all the key points I have. The key attention to details that everyone should be looking out for. Uh, in terms of fantasy basketball, play play these guys. Play Ludonchus, play Devin Booker. I probably start Devin Booker, Ludonchus, and. Maybe Christian Wood over a lot of the guys that are playing tonight or this afternoon. 
or evening, or evening, I don't know. But playing today, I sing. You, you play, say Cunningham, of course. Brad Bill, of course. Kyrie and Kevin Durant playing tonight. There's a lot of good guys, but come to the card tonight. I definitely have Devin Booker in there. I definitely have Luka Doncic in there. I definitely would consider DA or Christian Wood. You make that. But the top two locks would be Devin Booker or Luka Doncic. Or if you have both, play them both. Go ahead. You're not going to kill yourself over it. Because these are guys getting 27 points plus per game. I would say I'd be starting to have a booker, but um, I I didn't get him in time. I, I I just didn't get him, and I'm trying to trade for him straight up, just straight up say Cunningham to my uh, opponent for Devin Booker. He has another day to respond. I beg you, sir, take the deal. I took one down Booker. I I love to have John Moran. Devin Booker, Brandon Ingram, Evan Mobley, DeAndre, Josh Giddey, Mikael Bridges, Jordan Poole, Christian Wood, and Marcus Smart. My lineup heading into tomorrow is playing everyone. <laughs> uh, simple as that. Aren't I a genius? But yeah, you just played the guys. I have a whole line. I have a full lineup. I got John Moran going, Kay Cunningham going, Brian Ingram, Evan Mobley, Don Drain, Josh Giddy, Mikael Bridges, Christian Wood, Herbert Jones, Tim Hardaway Jr. And if you guys have not gone into fans basketball yet, go right ahead. I have a whole mock draft and a few other side, um, a few your side articles, nothing too major. Just answer questions about Herbert Jones and Russell Westbrook and all of that good stuff, all of that fun stuff. But yeah. I would definitely get those guys in, lock in Devin Booker, lock in Luka Doncic, maybe lock in DA or Christian Wood, just see what you're feeling like, but that's my guru insider of what to do for fantasy. Again, updated day by day, so I would not be stressing about it. So with that being said about fantasy, all I got left to predict or to preview is the score and who's going to win. Now, um, the Suns are favored to win. The Suns are favored to win. Bet, I think it's like Bet MGM or Vegas, it's one of them, that the, that the Suns win by four and a half points. I actually believe they're gonna cover that spread. They're gonna win, cover the spread, and win by at least seven. Cause it's gonna be intense, it's gonna be close, it's gonna be competitive. Some guys are gonna miss a shot, some guys are gonna be on fire, it's gonna be like an in-between. But look at how good both defenses and offenses are. So how good both overall teams are. I have to say, Suns win within seven, and it's going to be the final score of 120 to 113 Suns. Again, that is Phoenix Suns winning 120 to 113 against the Dallas Mavericks. That is my thought prediction, hands down. 
and I honestly do believe that. With all that being said, guys, I'm gonna wrap it up here with for injuries, starting lineup, who we saw was who I saw was gonna win, and by how much. I looked at the keys, the key details, what we all should be paying attention to in during this seven o'clock game. I went through how you can watch in the game time, and yeah. With that being said, guys. That's all I got. I'm going to be at the game tomorrow, so not a lot of coverage coming for me tomorrow for the game. I'm just going to be there enjoying my time. And yeah, just seeing my Phoenix Suns beat the Dallas Mavericks. With that being said, guys, I'm going to roll out. I'm going to say peace out because I want to get this out as early as possible for everyone to have this game preview. Plus, I also got some other content I got to get to. Other, pardon me. Uh, things I want to get to that revolve around the Phoenix Suns and the NBA. With all that being said, guys, peace out. I'll see you next game day preview or game team ma game match game preview. Yeah, I'm just gonna do game preview. Game preview. Uh, because I'm probably gonna do one every single day daily. This is not replacing the podcast. So, in addition to this one, on our YouTube and social media platforms, and our podcasting platforms, we also have the podcast running Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. That being said, guys, I'm going to head on now. Peace out. I'll see y'all later. Have a great day.